Hey guys, Connor here. Uh, just sorry for any technical difficulties. There's lots of background noises and stuff. It was just, it was weird this week. And I had to use a different comic reader, Comixology, which I don't like on the laptop because my physical copy got delayed. So yeah. Um, but anyway, enjoy the episode. And sorry again. Tell me though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Artist podcast. My name is Connor McKenna. Hello, I'm Carl Stone. And it's just us two here, back old school, because uh, Rebecca is uh, sick, or either feeling sick, yeah, so hopefully she gets better, and Omar is working. So, you know, I'm getting a doctor's slip from both of them though, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you can trust them. Um, so yeah, it's just Carl and I uh, talking about Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon 3. Um, but first off, before we start, I want to thank our patrons. Uh, Carl, different Carl, no, the same Carl. Uh, and Ray as well from, you know, every podcast you ever listen to, Ray's probably guessed on at some point. Um, so yeah, big thanks there. And also, uh, just a, I want to do a shout out to Tombs of Evil podcast, so a new podcast just about villains which is pretty cool and uh i was on there last night for davos the steel serpent and that was a lot of fun so that'll be up uh probably before this i'll put a link in the show notes but uh yeah and you know we talked we talked about i think everything davos except for that two issue series in the 90s so well i i i I mentioned it but i didn't get him to read it (laughs) because to be fair he read so he read the two issues we did the two issues of Marvel Team Up, Immortal Iron Fist, and The Living Weapon. So that was a lot to read, and I just didn't want to throw in those two issues as well. Again, they're not important, really. Um, I- I've summarised them as Davos comes back from a crystal or something, takes over Kunlun for a day, and then, you know... It's punched in the face. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just footnote, really. Um, uh, we talked about live-action Davos as well, because uh, he was quite good. Um... Yeah. Aluminum oil shurikens. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm just impressed because he's so short, you know? But, like, he's still able to pull off, like, an intimidating kind of fighter. And I think that'd be quite difficult. Unless he was wearing, like, heels or something. But Now we're know. talking about the actor, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, the the character is a brick shit house yes. in the comics. <laughs> yes, he's uh, small in frame. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Iron Fist Heart of the Dragon 3. You know, I... So, after that second issue, I'm just hanging out for these. You know, I was like, I was really hanging out for this one. I, but then, like, there's not much to talk about here. Uh, so I'll, I'll go through the credits. Which are going to be the same as usual. But, uh... This is uh, definitely what we would call filler. Which is really weird to me, um, but let's see, so, like, why does a six-issue series need filler? Um, uh, okay, so, writer is obviously Larry Harmer, penciler is David Wachter, uh, cover artist is Billy Tan, and, I mean, yeah, that's all you need to know, I guess, that's all the information I can find, I guess there'll be more on the issue, but, yeah, this cover, I mean, weakest cover so far, I think. 
Um, it's, it's it's still nice. I I guess it's just like the dragon doesn't really look like a Kunlun dragon though. It looks like Smaug. <laughs> um, and uh, like it's it's a, it's a cool pose she's got up there. This uh, Black Panther lady. I'm not can't remember her name, but um, it's like no one related to Iron Fist is on the cover. Um, no. which. And what happens on the cover, of course, doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely doesn't happen. Um, So yeah, I I didn't really like the cover, to be honest. And I think the font, the the red, the variant. I get what they're going for. I get what they're going for, but I don't think it's great either. Um, If I had to choose, I'd probably get the variant because it has Iron Fist on it. And like I don't like the 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 font color, the red. On this one, it just I don't know, it just looks ugly. But <laughs> but uh, going to the next page, so uh, uh, Niraj Menon is the color artist as well, and VCs Travis Lanham is the letterer, uh, and Lena Jin is also. I think that might be the variant cover. No, no, wait, Billy Tan and Lena Jin is just cover artist. Jeffrey. Varagay is the variant cover artist. Uh, uh, probably mispronounced. Uh, that's that's... Right. So we pick up right where we left off, uh, outside of the hidden city. Pace holding a giant sword. They they're just they're blocking the door with like the bodies of the zombies without their heads. Yes, yeah, they've chopped off all their heads. Um, so Daddy's Daddy's all team leader here. He's assigned Fat Cobra and Dog Brother. To stay behind and guard the gate, and uh, Luke, the Bright and Nine Spiders, and Fu are going with Danny to Earth. Um, where's Pei going? It doesn't doesn't say where Pei's going, but uh, yeah. Pei, so Pei stays with them. Yeah, you know, we got we got like a yeah. The artwork's really great. Um, the artwork is outstanding. Yeah, like this, the shot of the Philippines is gorgeous. And uh, he's, he's uh, getting the nose better every issue. Yeah. On Iron Fist. Yeah. Because the first issue, he pretty much was flat-faced. <laughs> yeah. The mask was just so taut, he had no nose bump at all in some shots. But he, yeah, he has a, he has a pronounced nose now. Um, so cities are popping up. Obviously, still. Um, so they've gone to the Philippines. So Kunzi's popped up in Tokyo, and another one's popped up in Rio. So uh, Bright and Iron Spiders is going to Wakanda, where Zagamba has materialized. Uh, I believe Danny's going to Tokyo, and Luke Cage is going to Brazil. Um, and I think Fu might be staying in the Philippines. I can't really remember. Like, to be honest, guys, like, we're going to go through the issue, but the plot is literally, like, they all go to a city and fight a bit. Over and that dead soldiers. Yeah, and that... While talking to the superhero or hero of that area. area yeah. And then other stuff happens until the big money shot, which is the final page yeah but you know what cool that it's not localized to new york or even america it's all over the world which i like 
Um, now, before they split off, or yep. actually right after they split off, the team that stays behind, Pei, Fu, and... Uh, uh, it's uh, Fu's gone with Danny. It's it's just, it's Pei, Fat Cobra, and Dog Brother. Um, well, they notice, again, I think it was seen before, but again, it makes an appearance on the top of the building that is housing the gate yeah. for the hidden city. The hidden dragon is no longer hidden, and we see its silhouette. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wish I wish they would just call it the Eighth City, because that's what it is. So it just it just makes it a bit confusing. But um, well, maybe it's like the thirteenth floor in the building. You really can't call it the thirteenth floor. So maybe yeah, that's true. Eight, maybe eight has some bad thing attached to it, so it's just hidden. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Um, yeah, so you know, be interesting to see what the deal with the hidden dragon is if it's evil or maybe it's actually it's probably not the boss but it does bring up a question since you're not in america do they pull that same crap in buildings in australia what do you mean there's no 13th floor oh uh no i don't think so so you actually have 13 floors wait you guys don't no, they skipped the number 13. That's actually a thing? I thought that was just something they did in the movies, like horror movies. <laughs> no, that's an actual thing. Oh, right. I mean, yeah, I've... Yeah, no, there's 13 floors here as far as I know. Like, I mean, I've never really paid attention, to be honest. Uh, I've... Start. I expect to report back next podcast. Well, I mean, I'm curious now, but I'm sure I would have noticed if there was no 13th floor. But, uh... yeah, so uh, we go to Tokyo... And we have um, Radiance, who I've seen I've seen before, but I can't remember what in. See, I haven't. She was new to me. I'm just like, who's this? But apparently it sounds like she is somehow related to Sunfire? Maybe it's Sunfire I saw. The X-Men? Oh. Um... So maybe he, Radiant is his daughter. She first appeared in 2014, so she's new. And she's only appeared in six issues. Okay, maybe I haven't seen her. So she was in All New Invaders 15, 6, 11, 7, 14, and then she was in an issue of Fantastic Four. And I guess now Iron Fist, so... I wonder if uh, you know who created her. Uh, I'll look it up. Um... see she's the granddaughter of world war ii superhero golden woman who i've never heard of um uh, creators james robinson and mark lamming oh interesting yeah but yeah she's she's there like uh she's you know not happy because there's a lot of the zombies are coming too fast and i i like how she has like this crowd with signs. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, we love you, yay, while all this mayhem's going on. And then we have a dragon. And, you know, the, the city's floating above Tokyo. It looks pretty cool. Um, you know, it's, again, the artwork's really great. So Daddy shows up. And... He apologizes. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of my fault, I'm sorry. And we, we actually get a reference to 
uh, Iron Fist and Wolverine, Return of Kun Lun, which I thought would never, ever get referenced. <laughs> we were hoping, anyways. Uh, well, I mean, I like it. It's like, oh, they're actually acknowledging continuity, because this exact same thing happens in that. Like, Kun Lun appeared in Tokyo, and all mm. the four Dragon Kings are running around everywhere. Um, so, yeah, she, she tells Danny she's heard about him from Sunfire, who was in Tokyo in that um, storyline. And she's like, you know, why shouldn't I kill that dragon? And then, you know, Daddy says, Simply put, the dragons are essential for the preservation of the cosmic balance. They are the repositories of the intrinsic chi. Something bad happens if they're destroyed? Exactly. And she's like, I won't kill the dragon. Um, and Danny helps her with the ninjas in exchange. And uh, this scene pretty much plays out in all the other cities. Um, so we have Sunspot in... Uh, Rio, uh, Rio de Janeiro, and w working with Luke Cage, and they're they're getting along because, you know, I don't know, like he he just likes how Luke Cage just can rip these things apart and stuff. He thinks it's cool, and Luke thinks it's cool how he burns <laughs> things up. Um, Turns them into charcoal briquettes. And then we go to Wakanda with this lady leading the Royal Guard, who I forget her name, and she's got, like, a bunch of, you know... Well, do you remember her name? Because I don't. <laughs> I don't have the issue in front of me, but it's the same woman from the Yes, movie. I should... Oh, oh, is she a movie character? Is she... Yes. Oh, right. Um, his, uh, his head bodyguard there. I want to say it's, like, Anya or something. Don't you have it in front of you? Yeah, it doesn't... They're not calling her, her name, though. <laughs> So, yeah, when she's when she's reporting back to the office, I could have sworn. Oh, the, it's uh, in um, it's in the her name's in the previous issue. I just can't uh, see it yet because I'm on Comicsology, so Comicsology is trash and hard to. Sorry, sorry for forgetting her name, but I'm old. <laughs> yeah, um, she was she was but one in the last she, issue as well. But she's heading up the elite guard. Where is of, uh, Takala? <laughs> of, um... He's off-site. He could be off-world. And, uh, she's heading up the Elite Guard, and they're actually in all white Black Panther costumes. Yeah. And in the comics for a while, Bucky was actually in charge of them, I believe. That's strange. Um, so, you know, the city's so that, there... That was the little shout-out to them at the, uh... At the end of the movie, where they give him his uh, cybernetic arm, you know, they show up and he's like, he's hanging out. Ah, uh, yep, yep. She calls them, they call him like the White Wolf or something. Right. And, and that's what he was called in the comics when he led the guard. Okay, that's neat. Um, so we have Bright and Eyed Spiders who is trying to persuade her to not kill the dragon. Um,. Again, same excuse, you kill the dragon, bad stuff happens, and in return, she will help with, not even help, she just handles the zombies. Yeah, her collar shoots out, um, oh, for FI, FI listeners, I did reread Immortal Iron Fist and Living Weapons, so now my memory is up to scratch with these immortal weapons. Um, but yeah, she shoots out her collar, impales like those dudes, and then she spits like 
thousands of spiders out of her mouth. Um, that these spiders, they can they can take out everything. You know, <laughs> apparently she's like the plague. Like like it doesn't matter if you're undead. <laughs> you know these spiders. Uh, like here's we've had dog brothers fallen victim to these spiders, and we've had uh, uh, Midnight Sun, who was like you know Shang Chi's rival, so he's not a pushover. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know next time I do some sparring, I'll just bring like a bucket of spiders with me and throw them at the other person. And uh, that, that always works, no matter what. Yeah, spider food. Uh, so then we get. Um, uh, this, so, this isn't a, per- did you recognize this? This is a new person, right? I have no clue who this is, other than they look sick. Yeah, I mean, it, very, like, I got very, like, kind of death horseman of the apocalypse wise, because, uh, it's a white rotting horse with this person all dressed in white, covered in blood, and a giant, like, hand scythe riding it, and they just come in... And one swoop take the dragon's head off. Yeah, and then come back and rip the heart out. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know this. They call it almost it... looks like like Pedro from the original White Tiger. Yeah, they brought him back from the dead or something. I I have an idea of who it is, but I guess we'll get you know. That they say you are a magnificent creature and the object uh, and an object of veneration to many, but to me you are merely a beast that must be butchered. I felt bad for the dragon because they're not they're not evil. Like they're just like they'll they'll you know they'll eat stuff, but they're <laughs> they're like these holy sort of um you know I mean they're literally the sacred cows of their respective cities. Uh, yep. You know dra- dragons don't have a good time. You know because I, I guess I just read living weapon and get to see a decapitated shallow on that so um but uh yeah this person means business three elite guards go to take her take them on uh take him or her on and they just like take out the guards with one swipe and then the the captain of the guard she follows this person through a portal I thought she just followed him into the city. No, oh yes, you're you're right. You're completely right. Um, it's Fu's hand comes out of the portal and uh, says, "Bride nine spiders is needed back at the gate." Because um, the bride's about to follow as well. Uh, and then we have so he's shown up, conspicuously absent, Prince of Orphans, and he's looking beat up. He's looking a little rough there. And if he's gotten beat up, then, you know, because he's, he's overpowered. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, in, in comparison to the rest of the, the Immortal weapons anyway. Um, like, we all wanted that tournament in Immortal to keep going, but he totally would have won that pretty easily. Um, uh, so basically, he says, you are no match for that one. Uh, and then we get, you know, let's see. That slayer of dragons, that vessel of unthinkable chi, one who has been granted unspeakable powers to an evil end. That confrontation would be your death. Uh, I'm called Prince of Orphans. I can see that you're a hero and they are on spare... Blah, 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 blah. Um, 
you know, he says there's a bigger picture and you may be a part of it. We all must play the long game if we are able to come the ultimate evil and preserve the way of heaven. And he tells her she has to enter the heart of heaven. Uh, so no idea what's going on there. I guess we'll find out next issue. Uh, went back to Tokyo and Fu... Yeah, pops up his portal saying, Dana, you need to come with me. Yeah, we have the opportunity to cut off the supply at the source, but Danny needs to go back to the Citadel. Um, so Radi- uh, Radiant says she can handle whatever comes next because, you know, they've taken out most of the stuff. Then we go back to Rio. Um, like, all of the- these are all, like, full pages and stuff, and the artwork looks gorgeous, but this could have been one page of food just like a different panel for a different city and food taking them back um you know so luke cage goes back and i get the citadel of the hidden city big dragon there and what's that red group dripping down from the top blood and then the issue ends so what i'm gathering from this is there because if you notice when they first when you first saw the silhouette of the hidden dragon like one or two issues ago in the beginning of this issue and what it looks like now and with blood i think they're feeding their dragon the hearts of the other dragons yeah and i think its appearance changes a little bit as well i'm trying to oh yeah it completely changes because it goes from this like spidery looking thing with like just finger bones for wings to this big huge monolith drag dragon with a godzilla from the 1990s movies or the year 2000 movie with matthew broderick's head with multiple eyeballs yeah yeah um so i guess what happens is they go to the like this issue is just they go to the different cities fight some zombies have the same conversation and then get pulled back into the thing the only real development is that dragon dies and, uh, you know, the, the Prince of Orphans shows up. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of a lot of this stuff with the cities, like, it really could have been condensed quite easily. Like, you could have had big panels showing the fight in each city without two or three pages dedicated to them when, like, nothing was really happening. Uh, so... This is yeah, this is without a doubt, unfortunately, just a filler issue. Yeah, uh, with only like l- honestly four pages that matter. Yeah, yeah, most most of the pages and, are just um. And before we started recording, you brought up why would you need a filler issue on a six issue mini, and it's what makes a fifteen dollar graphic novel a twenty dollar graphic novel. Right. Yeah, because yeah, like and they they finished this series. The art and writing is done for the last mm-hmm. issue, so. Uh, we got three issues left, though. Um, first two, great. This one, eh, you know, and I was hoping to see, like, more martial arts characters as well mm-hmm. pop up. Um, well, it still looks fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the artwork's fantastic. Um, Color, colors are great. Art's yeah, great. Yeah, colors are great. I mean, the, and the writing's fine in terms of, like, great. characterizations and dialogue. Like, that's fine. Uh... You know, it's just just a bit disappointing because like we, we waited a long time. <laughs> you know, we waited a mm-hmm. whole month for this. Like, eat, I, I jumped the gun last week. I was like, oh yeah, the new issues out this week, and then Omar's like, no, it's next week. So, yeah. Well, um, well, just just so you know, it's 
414 is the next one. <laughs> okay, that's, that's, uh, let's see. Right, yeah, one, two, okay. Yeah, um, good. Well, uh, in the any any final thoughts of that issue, Carl? Well, I'm more excited to see what happens next because I wasn't too thrilled with what happened now. Yeah, and the the cover for the next one is done by Kerry Andrews. It looks it's a really good cover. Uh, well, un- unfortunately, that's the variant. So hopefully, is it? Oh, we can get our. I'm pretty. Sure oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, hopefully, the, I can get my hands on one. The non-variant's good as well. Um, like creepy, weird spider thing up top. Hopefully, they go yeah. to the spider city. That would be cool. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I think I covered everything while I was talking about it. Um, so there will be an episode, hopefully, in between. We can have some people from a couple of Dead Devil podcasts to cover Dead Devil One Seventy Eight, which features Power Man and Iron Fist in it. Um, from the from the era we've been covering, so that'll be fun. Um. All right, I got a Daredevil question for you. Yep, shoot. So, what issue is technically the first appearance of Lady Daredevil? Oh, I'm I'm not reading the new stuff. Oh, yeah, I've I I you hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've 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 told everyone heaps of times, like you know, with when Chucky sold it as bullcrap, I stopped reading uh, New Daredevil. That that has extended to Chip Zdarsky as well, so. Uh, I am reading old Daredevil, old Daredevil though, uh, but yeah. Well, there's all those issues, so you'll be good for a while. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I guess until next time. So hopefully, hopefully a couple of weeks. Uh, until then, may you know your portal keep you out of the eighth hidden city. Yes. Oh, actually, one more thing. I reckon Uh-oh. the the scythe person might be Miranda. Maybe you think so? Because we see her on, we see someone dressed in white with blonde hair who's a female on a future cover. I'll have to look at that cover again, but I just think maybe it is her. I don't know. But but didn't they leak? They're bringing someone else into this issue or into this series, and we haven't seen that person yet. Uh, I don't remember the leak. Mantis. Oh, well, that's not very exciting. <laughs> Um, but I'm looking at issue five and it looks like that's Miranda, but it doesn't look like it's the same get up as the, uh, scythe person. So, or it could be Brenda. I don't know why Carrie Andrews, like, I love Living Weapon, but why do you introduce another blonde female martial artist? You know, we already have two. Oh, actually, Joy's not a martial artist, but still very similar, both. You don't know, she could be now. She could have been in training this whole time. Well, she hasn't. She hasn't beat around since that that Power Man and Iron Fist series in 2011, I think. Uh, I just like I read that recently, and you know, her and Danny were sleeping together, and then she's just disappeared. Which is it's so weird, like because she's she was in the TV show as well. Like she's she's a big part of Danny's backstory, but then she just she barely pops up. Well, when you're richer than Batman, you can make that happen. <laughs> well, I don't think he's richer than Batman. Yeah. No, he is. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. He's not now, though, because he doesn't have his company. 
I don't know what's going on now. But yeah. At one point when he inherited everything, he did technically have more money than Batman. I think technically he was, for a short period of time, the richest person in Marvel. I find that very hard to swallow. Why? Well, because they've never done anything with that. He's always, he hasn't, he's never really, like, he seemed rich, sure, but he's never seemed Tony Stark rich, you know? Well, he was, he never grew up rich, so he doesn't care. Yeah, true. And he was giving all his money away to charities. Yeah, well, that that's the thing, that's what he was doing at the end of Immortal that got trashed. I don't, I don't know, it's like, we need a 12-issue Iron Fist series just to tie everything together and... <laughs> Anyway, so was the um, oh god, what was the series? The one he was in the Defenders reboot for a while. Oh, the, <clears throat> the Bendis one. He he was the one supplying all the tech because his company was paying for it all. Yeah, oh, well, Bendis yeah, ignoring he, continuity he is, the... <laughs> you know, nothing new. It's like when they the UT miraculously Spider Woman tattoo on this side. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you don't if you don't know what we're talking about, just be glad. Mm, yeah. Um. But uh, I think that's it, right? So that's enough. We've made we've made the listeners suffer enough. Yeah. Well, short episode. Uh, just this short issue. So uh, until next time. Yeah. Uh, what what Carl said earlier, and uh, all that all that stuff. Peace. Adios. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter at Iron Fist Podcast, our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash sons of the dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are, our YouTube, Connor Carl, just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Lifers Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikorsky for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening. 